It <laughs> is a long way back to recovery. Or a long way back to recording. To, to American Brews and Twos. Well, actually, it's not really a long way back. It's just right here. Because <laughs> right that's here. it. This is American Brews and Tunes. Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song. Just as it should song. American Brews and Tunes. Wow, I'm recovered. Anyways, <laughs> uh, thanks again for joining us for a fun episode of American Brews and Tunes. Yes, thank you. One and all. Yeah. Uh, as you guys know, last week was a one-off episode. We reviewed one of our favorite bands, The Swellers, their album, The Light Under Closed Doors. Yep. Um, we're not ready for the next episode, so we're going to do another one-off for you guys. Yeah, and what's wrong with a one-off nothing. episode? Nothing's nothing wrong, wrong with, with a one-off. There's everything right, actually, about it. Yeah. Um, we're going to review another one of our favorite artists. Uh, uh, yeah, you might remember uh, the first episode of the podcast. If you don't, it's Frank Turner! Yeah! English folk punk... Rock, folk, punk, rock, singer, songwriter, backed, uh, backed, all great guy, backed by the band, English, the Sleeping Souls. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna review his uh, his his album, England Keep My Bones. Yep, England Keep My Bones. Uh, on the first episode, we it was kind of like a one off, except it was a lot longer. Yeah, we didn't that know was, what we were doing either. Yeah, that was before we had an idea of what the format of this would be. Yeah, but uh, now that we have a format, but we in that one we talked about his album positive songs for negative people yeah at the time that was his newest album yeah uh, he has since released a newer one but we're gonna go back in time a few years back in time b -b 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 back in time were you trying uh, were you doing like a back to the future song uh do you remember that back to the future song by huey lewis in the news no i think it's called back in time really <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> i didn't even know that uh huey lewis is great tip to be square if you know how what does I'm it how does it go do you remember i don't know i can only remember the power of love Let's go back in time. La, 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 la. Hopping in DeLoreans back in time. 87 won't just cut it. 88. <laughs> I should have written the songs. Forget Huey Lewis. Yeah. I could have I done the whole soundtrack for that. Hey, is that Huey Lewis in the news? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Oh, okay. You remember the movie American Psycho when he's talking about, this is a great song from oh, hit band yeah. Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, man, what a movie. That's a crazy movie. Yeah. Anyways, if you guys... Uh, just a side note. If you hear some, like, weird buzzing sound, there's somebody doing yard work right outside of my window. Yeah. Uh, it's so some rando. I don't know who it is. It might not even be picking it up. Yeah, you guys might not hear it, but, but if you do, there's it's uh, probably a lawnmower, maybe, maybe a little bit did. of weed-whacking action. Here, this, this is what you're probably hearing. Maybe, uh, maybe even a leaf blower. I don't know. No, I think it's probably, it's probably a weed whacker. Yeah, it's probably a weed whacker. A weed whacker. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll uh, we'll come back to the Frank Turner uh, album in just a minute. We thought yeah. that since uh, Frank Turner is a English singer, and since this album's called England Keep My Bones, why not have an English beer? Yes, and so here in America, we, I don't think there are too many beers that are like brought over from from England, the English Isles. Not too terribly many. Uh, uh, the one that I always think of is Samuel Smith. Yes. Um, they have a fantastic oatmeal stout and some other good brews as I forgot well. forgot about them, actually. Uh, but yeah, they're great, a great English brewery. Um, I can't think of too terribly many other, other than that. Uh, so, I mean, probably there are quite a few other very good beers from there, but this is what we could find here in the United States of America. Yeah, and it's fairly uh, common. You can find this at uh, now, a lot of places. Yeah, so what you might be thinking is, well, I'm guessing that it's going to be some type of 
beer that you could find in a pub. In a pub, yeah. <laughs> I imagine, and it's got to be a lager or an ale. Yeah, yeah. So, so I can just guess it'll be a pub ale. Yep, exactly. So what we have here is <laughs> Boddington's Pub Ale. Imported from um, Britain. If any of you are from Britain... Uh, let us let know us if, know this, if like, like this is actually a pub ale. Like if you actually you, just find it. Yeah. Like in, do you go find this everywhere? Yeah. Like is it like like your normal lager that you would ha- that you have at like all, all pubs? It's kind of like when I think of Australia, I imagine they have Fosters oh, apparently everywhere. They, apparently they don't. Yeah, I've heard that from uh, from Hollywood Hollywood Babylon, yeah. yeah, some guys like that's not a uh, like, we don't that's have not that, an Australian that beer. <laughs> yeah, but this is Boddington's Pub Ale. I believe it's an English uh, bitter. That's what they call, uh, call this, them. I mean, yeah, this is pale gold ale, pale but gold I'm guessing ale. that means it's equated yeah. with English bitter. Maybe I'm wrong. And though. here it says established in 1778. Yeah. Wow, that's almost as old was, as uh, this here land. Yeah, this, <laughs> this here land. <laughs> uh, that's an old brewery. Um, the oldest brewery in the United States, at least the oldest operating, is Yingling. Yeah. Um, but Prohibition 18... wiped out a lot of forerunners for that they contest. They did. Yeah. Uh, I just watched something recently about that, and there were there were a lot of breweries, mm-hmm. like a lot of breweries in the United States before Prohibition. Uh, but anyway, this uh, this beer says it's first brewed at the Strange Ways Brewery in Manchester. Boddington's Manchester, has been <laughs> renowned as a unique pale gold ale in English pubs. Boddington's is served using the, the traditional hand pulled method, which mixes air with the ale as it pours, producing a distinctive creamy head and smooth body with little gassiness. So that makes me think like nitro, and you can we can yeah. you can feel the widget inside the can. Yeah, the uh, same thing you, that Guinness yeah, has. Yeah, Guinness does it too. It's a it's like a little, it's like a little plastic, plastic ping pong ball, ball that yeah. as the beer pours out it kinda of swirls around the ball and aerates it almost. It's yeah. it's a strange thing. They're trying so. to, to imitate the, the draft system. Yeah. So let's so. let's crack these cans and pour them. Yeah. 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 Oh, Whoa! My. Whoa! Oh, I'm kind of nervous about opening mine now. Whoa. Don't get it on my carpet. Wow, that really fizzed up. <laughs> and Jesse Spears everywhere. <laughs> hey, whoops! Oh, it's all over my pants, yeah, but that's so all right. I'm gonna pour this with great vigor. Yes. Just like I would pour a Guinness. But not on draft. Apparently, Guinness on draft, you have to pour them very uh, specifically. There's like a way. Really? Yeah. And I can see it, it is like a nitro beer where it is really bubbly and it's settling really nicely. And they weren't lying. It, it's got a really creamy head on top. It looks looks delicious. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, look, part of my the head is still coming out. Just bone. Yeah, this looks like a beer that I would have in a pub. I mean, just based on like the. the it looks like your stereotypical. If someone's gonna draw a cartoon of a beer, yeah, this this looks, looks like, like it. Where it's it's a like a golden, like a dark golden colored beer, yeah. like liquid with a big foamy head on top. Yeah, the head the head is really interesting because no, we're used to like there being a lot of like bigger bubbles mm-hmm. in the head. This one's and a this thicker, is like more a condensed. whole bunch of like really small tiny bubbles yeah. that condense to make like a uh, almost like a whipped a whipped cream a whipped cream a whipped top. cream yeah. thing. I don't get too so, much smell, just like the sweetness, just a little bit of that sweetness. Yeah, it smells pretty good. Yeah, what do you say um, we uh, give it the old phrase and try it? Yeah, sounds like a plan, Chan. Shit. <laughs> Did you call me Chan? Yeah. Why not Stan? I don't know. Or man. I don't know. Sounds like a plan, Yan. 
Sounds like a plan, buddy. Right. <laughs> That's a new phrase. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> anyway. Ooh, that's nice. That's really good. It uh, it does remind me of a nitro beer like Guinness, where you don't get the mm-hmm. carbonation bubbles as you drink. It's not like that. Uh, yeah. What would you call that carbonation bubble flavor? Uh, just the it's experience just, of drinking carbonated. Beverage. Just carbonated. It's it kind of harsher. Have that. This is like really, really smooth. Yeah, it's just like drinking like a, a normal liquid like water. Yeah, um, yeah. But it that's tastes a, like that's beer. a good way to say it. And it's cold um, and delicious. Yeah, I, this actually has a really nice flavor. Yeah, it's just like in general, kind of like a. Kind of like a more malty sweetness. Yeah. I'd imagine alcohol-wise, it's a little lower. Did it is. You, I, think you look it up? I think it's like four point something or other. Four point three percent or something like well, that. When I think of a pub ale, I think of a beer that people are going to be in, like, like in England, and sitting and watching soccer while drinking this all day. Yeah. Or cricket. Or cricket. Yeah. <laughs> Let's watch cricket with our crumpets. Oh gosh. I'm sorry, Gromit. <laughs> sorry, Gromit. 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 I uh, what is it? What is it? 4.6%. Yep, Steve is, is checking this in on Untapped right now, the best social media beer app ever. Uh, if you would like to see what all your buddies are drinking and see what they think about a beer before you're... If you're thinking about buying a beer and you're like, I don't know if I want to buy this, it's kind of risky, I don't, I've never tried it before, you could look it up on Untapped and see what other people say about it. Exactly. How cool is that? I use this every single time whenever I'm looking for a new craft beer to try. It's a great thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, if, just side note, it's World Cup right now. So yeah. I'm imagining drinking this in the pub and seeing, a, like, somebody score and everyone saying, Goal! <laughs> and then cheers. And, ah, cheers! And then, Pele! And then saying, like, oh, let's chug this beer and get another one, friend. Pele! Pele, is that a, He's soccer, a soccer player? player. Who's the other... David Beckham! <laughs> ben did like Beckham! <laughs> the Big Green! The Big Green? Did you ever see that movie? Bend it like Beckham? No, Beckham. Bend it like Beckham. Is that what it's That's called? That's a soccer movie. I think I... Isn't it about a girl who's playing soccer? Yeah. Did you ever see The Big Green? It's about kids who are playing soccer. No. Steve Gutenberg's in it. The Goot. The Goot? Yeah, we like The Goot. Great actor. Okay. I didn't know. I've never heard of uh, that movie, The Big Green. Never heard of it. I used to watch it growing up as a kid. Like I would watch the Sandlot, The Big Green, all the time. Oh, so it's, it's, it's in like, that vein. Kids. It's kind of like this: The Sandlot, but with soccer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did they kick accidentally kick their ball into Old Man Fuller's backyard? No. It's it's more like they are a team of. It's more like Mighty Ducks or the Little Giants, where they're a oh, team okay. of like rejects. That no one and they're else like, we can do it. Yeah, and Steve Gutenberg's like, I don't want to coach, but somehow I got sucked into this position. Oh no, looks like I might have to learn about this myself. This looks like a case for the goot. <laughs> and they do it. Oh wow. They do it. Wow. Well, shall we uh, delve into Frank Turner? Yeah, yeah, we'll come back to these beers. If they change, we'll mention it. If not, we'll talk about them at the end. Anyway. But your Frank Turner's drank this before. I would assume so. You know what's interesting? When I've, I've seen Frank Turner a few times, and normally he'll bring other British acts, or I'll see other British bands playing in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like a lot of foreign bands will come over and drink Mexican beers. Like, I've seen them drinking, yeah. like, Tecates or Dos Equis. Yeah. Maybe it's because there's no way for them to get that in England, perhaps? I have no idea. Could be. I, I don't really know, but I've seen a lot of them, or even Corona, like, just, it's, it's odd. 
Hmm. Just my observation. I could um, be wrong. Do you think that, uh, like, if you're in England, you can go to a liquor store or whatever they call them there, and then there's, like, Budweiser? I don't know. Like, American lagers? I really don't know. I'm curious. I kind of doubt it, because I think they hate American lagers, don't they? I don't know. Maybe if they, there's good American lagers, but True. they're usually based on <laughs> European-style lagers. <laughs> the Bavarian lagers. Anyways, uh, Frank Turner, England, Keep My Bones. This yes. album came out in 2011, and it's the fourth studio album by Frank Turner. Oh, wow. He's four deep with this album. And he's right on stride. It came out right after um, Poetry of the Deed. Poetry of the Deed. Yeah, and I know, uh, I've read a lot of interviews, he wasn't too thrilled with how that album turned out. He likes the songs, but I don't think he's too thrilled with the arrangements and stuff. Okay. Uh, but he, I know he was very proud of this album. And it was written with two main themes... The first, not that every single song is going to fit into these themes, but uh, the first being mortality, mm-hmm. relatable, you know, so yep. anybody can relate to that. And the second theme is about being English, <laughs> like yep. being from yep. England. Yeah. Uh, Hence not, the title, England Keep My yeah. Bones. Not everyone can relate to that. Nope, that's <laughs> But very everyone true. can relate to a hometown, which will come later. Yeah, good point, good yeah, point. Let's delve into the first track, which is called Eulogy. Eulogy. It's kind of weird. Your a, eulogy should come last, right? What a great song oh yeah i mean but that's different but you also never write your own eulogy right that's true other Um, people do i gave this a rating of five out of five bones same five out of five bones (laughs) (laughs) but i didn't recommend it or honorably mention it you should have done like uh five out of five would be like the skull i didn't think that i didn't think too much and then it's the femur because you can't remove it the hip bones it's hard to break and then you'd have like ribs and or a spinal cord that would be number one don't try and Break that or bad news bears. <laughs> what? I don't know. Um, anyways, Eulogy, I think, is a fantastic opener. Not everyone grows up to be an astronaut. But yes, it starts yeah. out with those, like the like the violin. No, there's a horn. It's like a French horn or something, right? And it just builds and builds to the end. But the best, the whole last verse is the best. Yes, it says, you want to read it? Yes. I haven't always been a perfect person, and I haven't done what mom and dad had dreamed. But on the day I'll die, I'll say at least I effing tried. That's the only eulogy I'll need. And there so, you go. That's yeah, the that's, that's the theme the, of mortality. Like you know, I'm gonna die, but at least but I'm I've got I've got this to say that I've tried. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I don't care if people don't approve or or like what I'm doing, but at least I tried. Yep. That's such a dope line. Yeah, it is. I've never seen him play this one live, but I'd love that would to be pretty see cool. him live and scream along with him. Um, that seems like the way that everyone should aspire to live their life, right? Because mm-hmm. that the whole idea of uh, at least I uh, at least I tried, at least I effing tried, is kind of the idea of not being complacent and not getting comfortable in a certain situation. Which is uh, whenever you're comfortable, normally uh, you get complacent and stop learning. Yeah, is normally what never happens. stop learning. Um, when I worked at the Masonic Village, the retirement home. Uh, for all of you who don't know, I used to be a busboy at a Masonic Village mm. for for it was like a retired village for Masons, Freemasons. That's and so weird. Uh, it was it was an, it was an odd place. I wore a vest and a bow tie. Um, but there was this club that came every. It was either Monday or Tuesday, and they called themselves the it was the LLL, the Lifelong Learners. And I don't think they like talked about anything academic. They just drank wine and. and had uh, community with each other. It was fun. We're the lifelong learners. Let's move on to the second track. Yeah, let's do that. It's called Peggy Sang the Blues. I gave it five out of five bones. It's my first recommendation. 
Star. Recommended. It's a great song. What a great song. Uh, it's a tribute to his late grandma who visits him in a dream in the song and kind of gives him advice. Yeah. And the advice is great. Uh, yes, it, it comes is. in the chorus, and, and the, they change the phrasing a little bit with each chorus, but the whole catch essentially is... And she said... And she said, doesn't matter where you come from, it matters where you go. No one gets remembered for the things they didn't do. Yeah, so kind of, again, the same thing. Tying in back to, at least I at least I yeah, tried. do something. Take initiative. Yeah. Because no one gets remembered for the things they don't do, yeah, obviously. You, a thought is, uh, only, is, is really only has worth to you until you, until you Act manifest that thought. Yeah. In whichever, Make it tangible. In, in whichever medium you prefer. Yeah. So, like, writing, blogging, yeah. songwriting... So, mess, like, thematically, message-wise, this song's awesome. But and musically, it's, catchy. it's really catchy. Do yeah. you remember the bass line that starts out in the first verse? Um, it's, I, yeah. It's really out there because it goes... It doesn't, like, follow the root notes at all. It's, it's, it's off yeah. doing its own thing. It's just... Yeah. Listen to it again and just pay attention to the bass. It's really cool. Um, one, of my, one of my friends, Abby... She said that this song reminds her of like a theme song to a TV show. I can see this as a theme song to like a '90s after-school TV yeah. show, like Boy Meets World or Full House. Yeah. I can see that. Matter where you come from, yeah, like matters where you go. Showed a montage of a smiling family. Yeah. In the, yeah. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, the mmm anyway. moment for me in this song is the bridge. Yeah. Because there's a some type of weird instrument that he's playing on the keys. I don't know what you would call it, but if if you listen to the bridge, you can hear it playing in the background, and it's just so delicious sounding. Yeah, I think of uh, the the sound of it is kind of like the Beatles song. Yeah, what song? It's uh, what Beatles song are you thinking of? Strawberry uh, Fields. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I think that's what you meant. It's kind of like that keyboard song sound. Sound. Yeah. Great song though. It really is. Moving on to track number three, which is called "I Still Believe." I, I gave still this believe. Four point seven five out of five bones, but I did not recommend it. Okay, yeah, I didn't recommend it either. But um, I think it's one of his most popular songs. Yeah, I think so. I it's think such a, a really good catchy. Song. I think it, I believe if at every show that we've been to, he's played this. Song. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a staple of the live show. Yeah, and it's just a tribute to like the glory of rock and roll. Yeah, it's yeah. just some music in general. Yeah, but specifically rock and roll. Yeah, he uh, he played this at the opening ceremony for the 2012 Olympics. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Because that's uh, the Olympics is a world event. They don't just stick anyone up there to perform. So clearly England was like, he's the man. We yeah. want him to represent us. We, yeah. Our entire country to the world. He's our ambassador. And a lot of people gave him crap about that. Yeah, I why think. not? Like, when, when else are you going to be able to play at the Olympics? Never. Like, yeah, never. Quite literally, never. It's sweet. I'm not going to give him crap. I'm going to give him prop. Props. Yeah. Um, yeah. The line that I like in this is, uh, I believe it's in the bridge, when he says, I still believe in, in the Saints, in Jerry Lee and Johnny and all the greats. Um, I just like yeah. that. The need for drums, guitar, and desperate, desperate poetry. Desperate poetry, like yeah. Great song, though. If you don't believe in rock and roll, then maybe this song will give you a reminder. I don't know. <laughs> You're crazy. Um, anyways, moving on to the next song, yes. uh, a much more England-centric Yes, so this, is, this is where the two themes that Steve had talked about earlier they kind of collide. This is, yeah, this is like yeah. where the song is called "Rivers," the fourth track, and I gave it four point seven five out of five. Yeah, um, I didn't give any of these ratings because I think they're all pretty uh, dope. Fair so. enough. 
I did not recommend this song though. Uh, I think it's really like the the guitar parts and the the vocal melodies and the other instruments that are kind of like swirling. Yeah. Really kind of like, uh, even if you didn't know this is called Rivers, it almost sounds river like. Like if you listen to that guitar part, I can I can hear it being a river. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that was intentional. I don't know. Maybe not. Probably. I mean, I, w- I would guess so. Um, yeah. And basically, this song just talks about the history of England. And there's a lot of rivers um, in England. Like, literally, yeah. there's a lot of rivers. Rivers flow down to the, what is it? The, the Thames. English, English Channel. English, the, the Thames. They all flow into the English Channel, into the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, and he talks about how no, he traces the, the rivers ocean. out to the ocean. He says that it's uh, the reminder that an island is my home. Yep. Yeah. England! It's a dope, it's a dope song. Great song. Moving on to the fifth track of the album, which is called I Am Disappeared. I give it five out of five, and I recommend it. Oh, really? Yes. Um, I think this song is super catchy, uh, and it's about him and Amy. Um, And I don't know if Amy's a specific person that he dated in real life, but she comes back in other songs, Mm -hmm. especially in the next album, uh, which is called Tape Deck Heart. Yeah. Um, But it seems about, like, not wanting to be tied down and always being ready to leave when things get tough. Yeah. Like whenever some life weighs however much or whatever. Yeah. Um, this theme kind of a little bit. It, it's not exactly the same, but on the road. Remember the song "The Road." Yeah. It comes back in there, or even on that Wonder Years song, "Passing Through a Screen Door," where he always has a flashlight and the train times in the corner of his bedstand. Yeah. So those, that theme kind of stuck in stuck around in there, uh, and you can really get that in the chorus when he says, "I sleep with my passport, one eye on the back door." So I can always run. Yeah. I can get up, shower in half an hour, and be gone. And come morning, I'm disappeared. Yeah. Uh, just an imprint on the bed sheets. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a like that it whole is. last run of, of lyrics that he does before the song ends is really kind of powerful. It's just really good. Yeah. Um, um, I like how he mentions Bob Dylan in this song too. A couple of times. In the beginning, he says, "I keep having dreams of pioneers and pirate ships and Bob Dylan." Yeah. I read an interview once where he's like, "I really did have a dream of Bob Dylan, where he picked me up and we drove around." <laughs> really? <laughs> That's like an against. Remember that Against Me song where he's like, "I dreamed Bob Dylan was a friend of mine." Yeah. Uh, so funny. Who wouldn't like to be friends with Bob Dylan? Um, let me think. There's probably somebody. I'm sure someone who's like, "I just can't get over the way his voice sounds." Why can't we be friends? <laughs> Great song. Um, um, and for those of you who aren't as, if you don't pay attention to Frank Turner, he released an album called Songbook. Yes. The Songbook or yep. whatever. And it's it's got a, like a like a compilation of greatest hits, but there's a second disc or a second vinyl, whatever if, whatever medium you have, where it's all reworked songs. And this yeah. version of this song is almost, a, I don't know if, it's hard to compare, but almost better. It's just really almost more emotional sounding. I hear that weed whacker, which means it's time to move on to the next song. Um, which is oh, track just six. another fun note about that song before we oh, move yeah? on. Uh, but through these lyrics is where they got the name for the backing band, the Sleeping oh, Souls. Yeah, that's true. And this um, last one, the, one of the last uh, lines is, "We are blood cells alive in the bloodstream of the beating heart of the country. We are electric pulses and pathways of the sleeping soul of the country." Yeah. And his backing band is called the Sleeping Souls. They've been yeah. a consistent band for him for a long while. They're great. They are. Anyways, uh, the next song, track number six, is called English Curse. I gave it 4.75 out of five bones, and it's my honorable mention. Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah. um, I really like this song as well. It's the most different-sounding song on the album. Very much so. And it sounds like it's a a traditional song that's been around for 100 years. Yeah, it or, sounds or like, a, like a traditional English folk song. It's a cappello, and you can imagine, like, like back in the day when like people would sing the traditional songs, they would just like sit in a room, and like one person would sing it, everyone would listen. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. It's a story about... like. This this king who came and took somebody's land and they cursed his family and, and it's yeah. just 
the storytelling, and it really sounds traditional. It really does, yeah. Until you learn that Frank Turner wrote it, and it's brand new. Yeah. <laughs> it's, which is just like, what? Because, like, I, for the longest time, it's I was like, like wow. oh, a traditional song. It's like, choice. wow, good job, Frank. Like, that sounds pretty that's, good. That's cool to take a traditional song, Frank. A good, good feat move. of songwriting. Yeah, for but a he, modern he wrote day. it, and it, it legitimately sounds like an old song. Yeah, very much so. Great song. Um, moving on to track number seven, which is called One Foot Before the Other. And this is, I guess, four out of five bones. And this, in the complete opposite direction of the last song, is also the most different sounding on the album. Yeah, for sure. It's really heavy, and it's definitely out of place. But I like it a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's kind of a rager. It just rocks really hard. It is, it is, yeah. Um, and this... Uh, I don't really have much more to say other than that. Yeah. I, I really like it. Yeah, I like it too. Uh, moving on to track number eight, which is called If I Ever Stray. I gave it five out of five bones, and it's my second recommendation. It's my second recommendation. Or is this? No, this is my third recommendation. That's your third I'm sorry. one. This is my second I lost recommendation. Track. This is my third. Um, <laughs> and this and Peggy Sang the Blues, which was the second track, are probably two of my favorite Frank Turner songs of all time. Yeah. Um, I think they're just both phenomenal. Um, and this sounds like a drinking song. Like, yeah. I can imagine Frank Turner would be holding his Boddington's pub ale <laughs> while singing this with, a, with a, like all of your buddies in the bar. <laughs> Especially that chorus. It's just like the bum, yeah. dick bum, dick bum. Like yeah. that, I don't, I, I, that doesn't do the beat justice at all. <laughs> don't base the song on that, you guys. It doesn't sound like that at all. Um, but it's so good. Take me down to the English Channel. Throw me in where the water is shallow. And then drag me on back to shore. But basically the theme's like about him like saying, if I ever lose my way or if I ever become like... Yeah, like pick, for the wrong stuff. Pick me back up. Give me a reminder where I'm from and, and yeah. put me back on the path. Yeah. Um, just great song. I don't think there's a person in the world who wouldn't like this song or wouldn't dance to it. If they don't, they they crazy. They, that person that doesn't sing or dance to this song or like it is the same person who doesn't want to be friends with Bob Dylan. Yeah. Good point. I don't... I, they might exist, but I, I'd be baffled. It's like looking for a pink elephant. Delirium. Delirium Tremens. We found it. It's fictitious, but it's out there. It's there. Yeah. All right. Moving on to anyway. track number nine. Number nine. Number, number nine. nine. The song is called Wessex Boy, and I gave it four point five, or just four out of five bones. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, it's a tribute to always having a hometown and feeling like when you go back, you feel like you're at home. And for Frank Turner, this is Wessex, which I don't really Wessex. know exactly where that is, but I don't know where it is in England either, but. It's, it's a it's a town in England. Yeah, and without him saying Wessex, if you just listened to like the just the entire song, everybody's got a hometown, and unless your hometown was like the worst place you could ever imagine, and you never want to go back, I feel like this is very relatable for a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. Like when you go back, you feel home. You yeah, have friends when, and your family. Like now that I've lived here in Nashville for a couple of years, going back home feels very different than whenever I lived there. Yeah, you know, like it feels it feels like you're visiting like a very Familiar place. Familiar place, yeah. So I get what he's saying in the song. There's a nice, I don't know if I want to say anthemic part at the end, but a nice sing along. That's a better word. Yeah. It goes. Super catchy. Yeah. And I don't know if he wrote that specifically for people to sing along. He probably did. Because it works. Well, I think there's a video, and that's kind of what they do in the video, right? Moving on to the next song, which is called Nights Become Days. I gave this 4.5 out of 5. And I think this is one of the, like, two slower songs in the album. And it's about time to kind of put that in the track sequence. It's, it's yeah. well-timed. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, a really, really good song. And it's about a, a friend who struggles with drug addiction. Yeah. And uh, he kind of likens that to 
drowning in a river. Yep. Uh, Don't sink in the river yeah. for your death. Yeah. I just love the line when he says, please draw a breath. Yeah. Please draw a breath. Where he's yeah. like begging his friend to come Let's back to life. nights become days. So saying that, that classic uh, metaphor of the... Uh, uh, it's always darkest before the dawn, right? Yeah. And that you just got to make it through the darkness to get to the dawn, to get yeah. to the light. Uh, it's a it's a really good song. Powerful sounding. Yeah, and this uh, I mean the variety of, in, in this album really showcases how diverse Frank Turner is in terms of the types of song he's songs he writes. Yeah, yeah. So this is another another good example mm-hmm. of that and so is the next song yeah, the next which is song, my which last is, recommendation I was figuring it's got to be one out of two yeah. and I figured it'd be this one track number 11 is called Redemption I gave it four yeah. out of five bones and this is a sad song it really is uh, like I said with along with the last one it's one of the slower songs on the album and it's all about regret mm-hmm. mainly I, specifically I'd say he's referencing a relationship Yeah. Um, but you can take it other ways but there's just it's just really like sad lines like when he's mm-hmm. like looking in his calendar he's like today would have been our anniversary yeah and that that that's that line is comes later in the song and he actually jumps up an octave in his, his vocal pattern mm-hmm. so it's like it almost seems like he's urgently like thinking about all these things that that aren't happening anymore and it just kind of yeah. breaks my heart a little bit when i hear that verse yeah very powerful um i really like the one of the last verses where he says so if each of us is made up up of a tally of mistakes and successes then that hour in that restaurant um obviously referencing a a very personal moment Mm -hmm. um then that hour in that restaurant makes my score less than impressive but each can be redeemed with the courage with which he confesses so darling i miss you your music and your musk and your kisses and then he ends with saying, "I don't think I can do this." I don't think I can do this. So yeah. it's a it's a really really beautiful song. It's great. I, love I like it. Uh, to kind of jump back earlier to the song, but yeah. uh, I really like when he references that Bruce Springsteen line. Mm-hmm. He talks about walking. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming in England and listening to Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. And uh, you've got the lyrics in front of you. Why don't you read yeah. the line if you can find it? Um, um, when Springsteen came clear in my headphones with a pertinent question, "Oh, is love really rear?" <laughs> Is what? love really real? I said rear. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Is love really real? And can any of us hope for redemption? Yeah. I don't, I don't or really know. Or are we what... all merely biding our time down to lonely conclusions? I don't know the Bruce Springsteen song. I should look it up just to Neither do I, it. but like that's but a I great like that that's line. a really, really powerful line. And speaking of Bruce Springsteen, um, sidetrack about the album in general okay. uh, Frank Turner was talking about like wanting to write an album f- like for England and he's, yeah. like, he's like Bruce Springsteen always writes songs about New Jersey I want to do the same thing but write songs about England Yeah. so that's I like that idea Yeah. because Bruce Springsteen is definitely New Jersey oh yes he's New a Jersey boy is. so Jersey boy so Frank must be a Wessex boy <laughs> classic <laughs> alright moving on to the last song unless you have anything else to say no that's it for me the last song is called Glory Hallelujah um, this song is conflicting for me. I gave it three out of five. I really like this song. It's so catchy. It um, is. But it's it's a, it's an atheist anthem for sure. Yeah, basically. Um, there's no question about it. Yep. Um, Frank Turner uh, commented on the atheist nature of this closing track, and here's a quote he said about it. He said, I've played many Christian songs on stage in my time, and I have no issue with that. But one time I was singing, May the Circle Be Unbroken, and that's a, a tr- like a traditional... Christian song mm, yeah. um, on stage in Atlanta with Chuck Reagan 
and it occurred to me that it'd be nice if there was a, a concomitant, which I don't know what that means. Concomitant? Oh. Who knows? A concomitant, I don't know if I'm saying that right, atheist <laughs> song with the same feel to put the other side of the argument. Huh. Interesting. I get it, yeah. Yeah. Because um, it, it does sound very much like a hymn, like a hymn, like hymnal. It always oh, does. Know. Yeah, there's the, the church organ playing. Yeah. It's sing along, it's really dancey. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely him saying there's no God, so let's celebrate. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Literally what he says, essentially. Yeah. Um, so I feel, being a Christian, I feel conflicted. Like, I don't sing along with it because I feel weird. Yeah. But it's sketchy. <laughs> um, and uh, on the liner notes of the CD, he he writes stuff. Like, there's handwritten things that it's not actually written, handwritten, it's printed on ink. But yeah. you could, like, he probably wrote these in somewhere and then they copied it. But he's like, sorry, mom, about this song. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah, and I mean that's a. I mean that's a. I have no problem with it, at all. Um, I mean, yeah, you're right. You write what you feel, but it's yeah, yeah. I usually skip it when I'm on the CD, mm. but I'm not gonna like knock anyone for listening to it. No. Um, I would say, man, overall, this is just a fantastic album. Fantastic album. Um, whenever I'm like looking through albums to listen to, like if I'm at work, because I can listen to music while I'm at work. <laughs> uh, and this I'm is like, always a good one. And I'm like, ah, I don't know what I want to listen to. Like, what should I listen to? Blah, blah, blah. Like, everything seems... I gotta, I don't want to listen to that. I don't want to listen to that. I normally, like, come across this and I'm like, okay, I'll listen to this again. Because it's so dope. Yeah, this one really doesn't grow old. No. And it, I think it's his best-selling album in England. Um, I don't know. Uh, Tape Deck Heart recently, I think, went platinum in England as well. Yeah. Um, Either way, great cheers, album. cheers, Frank, for having a... It's a great album. Yeah, Frank's just... He's the man. He is. I, he's such a nice dude. The first time I saw him, he was playing in Nashville, and I went to a, ro- a local record store called Grimey's. He did an in-store performance, and I met him. And I went up. And I was like, Frank, I really love everything that you do when Peggy sang the blues. Like the chorus on there really speaks to me. He's like, he's like, he's like, well, and um, just a side note, he was playing a full concert later that night at a venue. And just as well, a gentleman never reveals his set list. But I think I'm pretty safe in saying that you'll hear that one tonight. <laughs> and I was like, oh boy, Frank! Oh, <laughs> boy. <me>, brother! <laughs> no, I actually tried to give him a handshake. He's like, he's like, no handshakes here. And he went in for the hug. <laughs> oh, that's uh, great. What a good guy. Yeah. yeah great album. Um, so, like we said, next week will be the, uh, the regular format of the episode where I review Twin Fantasy, Twin Fantasy. by Car Seat Headrest. Yep. And um, I. Also, they're playing. Um, Live on the Green this year. Oh, really? Jimmy Eat World's playing also. That'll be dope. But I'm going to be back in Pittsburgh for the Steelers 5K during Jimmy Eat World. Oh. Curses. Yeah, I'm going to have to go to that. That'd be, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. So I'll be listening to that, and you'll be listening to... To... Uh, Rock in the Suburbs Rock, by Ben Folds. Yeah, Rock in the Suburbs by Ben Folds. Yeah, so uh, before we sign off, we'll finish our beers. Do you have anything else to say about this beer? As um, it's kind of stayed the same since the beginning. I guess It's really, a, really nice. For a pub ale, that's good to stay the same. So if you're... Yeah. In the pub with your mates watching the, uh, a game of the old footy. Of the old footy. Do they call football that? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Hey, oi, why don't you turn on the telly? There's a footy game. Manchester United's playing Arsenal. I've got me crumpets right over here. Turn it on, please. Let's drink our beers. I don't think, any, I don't think anybody sounds like that. Come on, right, turn on the TV. Oi. <laughs> I want me a bad eating pub and I want some soccer. I mean, some football. 
I'm trying to do. What are you about trying to do? I'm trying to do a Dobby accent, but I can't. <laughs> Dobby accent. I, I, but I can't. I was trying to say stuff, but everything like, I try to say is a quote from Harry Potter. Like, Master, Master Harry must not go back to Hogwarts. <laughs> oh boy, give me some more of another pub ale. Master, Master Harry shouldn't get the Boddington's pub ale. <laughs> he should get two. Master Boddington's. Gave, I mean, Master gave Dobby a beer. <laughs> I'm free! <laughs> if only. If only. All right, why don't we uh, end this Madison uh, uh, clink our beers and sign off. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah, Cheers. Thanks. Tune in next week, you guys. Once again, my name is Stephen Johnston. And my name is Jesse Titus. You know what? I think that we keep forgetting to introduce ourselves at the beginning of the podcast. Better late than never. You we heard it here. You heard it. Last, I guess. You heard it here, you heard it last. Steven Johnson and Jesse Titus. American Brews and Tunes. Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song. It's a good song, just as it should song. American Brews and Tunes. Shibbity beam a